Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Royce's Big Walk is a registered charity foundation and the designated not-for-profit support organisation, Dementia Australia, is the beneficiary. The fundraising continues, so too the study and research of this silent killer. You can support Royce's mission and make a difference. You'll find all the details at roycesbigwalk.com.au. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Legend Series with Roy Simmons. This is part two. Enjoy. You were known as a as one of the boys and a guy that loved a good time. You loved a beer and you loved a bet. I've got to ask about the day at the races. On the way home with your Panthers, you and your good mate Johnny Cartwright stopped the bus at a cricket oval. What happened, Roy boy? Um... Yeah, well, uh, we're on the way home and um, they were, we'd, we'd been to the races and lost our money like we, we always do and we had, we'd had hired ourselves a bus so, you know, we'd have um, safety sort of, you know, to get home and all yep. that sort of stuff. So we're on the bus on the way home and they're all putting rubbish on me. You know, this is later in my career. Oh, you old bludgy, you know, you're getting slow. You can't do this, you can't. They're ripping into me, and I said, "All right." I said, "Cartwright." I said, "You reckon you're quick?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, right, let's pull up at your old oval, St Mary's Oval." So we we got the bus to go up there. We got the bus to pull up and shine the lights up the thing. And I said, "I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have a hundred yard race." I said, "You're going to start in the dead ball line." Yep. And I'm going to start in the try line. And I said, "I've got to see." If you can uh, get past me by the try line, he said, I'll go past you by the 25. I said, all right, we'll see. And I'll tell you what, mate, seven or eight yards is a lot of start in 100 yeah. He didn't realise how yeah. far it was, all right. So so we got up there. He's on the – I'm on the try line. He's on the dead ball line. Go. So we got to the 75 and he's nowhere near me, you know, and the bus lights shining – Shined him, so it was hard to see where you were going, you know. And you'd had a couple, so I thought, oh, I think I'm past the try line, you know. I thought, but I'll just go a bit further to make sure that I have gone past because I don't want to stop and him beat me in the last thing. Well, then I hit the fence <laughs> at the end of the thing. There was a, there was a four be, there was one of them, you know, the fences with the little sort of. Uh, you know, the, they had the one poles and the and the one rail around oh. the top. The one rail around the top. Yeah. 
and it was the wooden ones with the like the corner on. So, oh. so I hit that as going as fast as I could go, and uh, I uh, I hit it. And this was we had a week off, mm. so so I said to the boys, well, "We'll all go down the race. We've got a day off. Yeah, you know, we're the weekend off." So I hit <laughs> I hit the fence and and um, and. Um, it, it, it cleaned me up, you know. So I'm on the, knocked all the wind out of me. I'm doing these ones, you know, and all the boys couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. They're all laughing around. So I got on the on the on the bus then, and we headed back to Penrith. And the boys were saying, "Oh well, we'll, you know, we all might go down to the to the club or something." And yep. and you know, we've had a good day, so we just go down to the club and have a couple, and we'll, we'll head home and. I said to the boys, I think you better drop me off. I'm not, you know, I'm not real good. So uh, anyway, they, um, they they dropped me off and the wife saying, what are you doing coming home so early? Yeah. You know, you thought the boys thought you was going out for a bit of dinner. Or do they go? So, oh, no, I said, I'm not real good. <laughs> I've just hit the fence down at the thing anyway. Um, on the... Uh, on the Tuesday night, we went to train, and and I got these two lumps in either side of me, on me, and we're going to play the next week. Oh. You know, we're going to play the next week, and I didn't want to say to Timmy, well, you know, we <laughs> say to Timmy, well, we just, you know, we run into the fence at the thing, having a few yeah. drinks, and uh, and uh, I went and seen, uh, you know, the uh, physio, and said to him, oh, look, you know. One of the train sessions last week, I got a bit of a kick in the thing, and he said kick, and he felt me think he said a kick. He said, "What a kick, your horse!" <laughs> <laughs> He's having a whole thought. I don't want to show you the other side; it's worse. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, I didn't say anything. So I got Ronnie Oxley, our trainer at the time. Yeah. Ronnie knew the rules. I said, "Ronnie, come in here before the game." I said, "Get some of that tape out of there," and I went, he went in and I said. And you strap these two. He said, "God, you felt these two bumps anyway." Oh. Anyway, we uh, we we had to hide in the toilet and strap them. Just strap so these. You wouldn't find yeah, out. So Love it. Find. Uh, still, uh, yeah. So anyway, we played the next week. We're all right. Just had a couple of bumps. Nineteen ninety-one, the grand final, the premiership. Uh, what stands out from the day? Field of play. Short drop out for Icamber and Evan. Oh, it goes Gaia! Gaia gets it! Racing Simmons! Yes! That's it! The grand final's gone! In his last match, Royce Simmons gets two tries. Can you believe the exit? Uh, oh, it was a really tough year for me because I, um, uh, you know, I was I was getting on. I was, um, you know, I was struggling with, you know, had a bad groin for a fair few years mm. and was was getting worse and worse and affected you. You know, you you know, I wasn't real quick at the best of times, but. You know, after I, I did me groin early in my career, and it, it, it um, 
you know, I went from being, uh, you know, when I first came down to Penrith, in amongst the forwards, I was about second or third quickest in, you know, forward. And I, I did my groin and it was a sympathous pubis thing that they knew nothing about back then and they, wow. they couldn't do anything about it. And over the years it just gradually got worse and worse and, um, you know, a little bit every year and it affected it. And 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 on top of that, at the start of that year, I, I did an ankle. So... Um, uh, was in one of the, was in the, in the Challenge Cup final or something. I did the ankle, you know, one of them games. That, yep. Um, I did it a bit then. Then about round five or something, I did it again. And um, so I missed I missed oh, a heap of footy. I had a bad ankle. And I I missed uh, with that in the groin. I did um, I missed about. Five or six weeks, and I come back, and I done it again. Then yep. I missed weeks again, and I come back. And when I come back at this stage, Penrith were going really good. Yep. So I I couldn't get into the first grade side. I come back into the second grade side. I played there um, for three or four weeks, and uh, and um, and all of a sudden the um, the grand final was only. Um, I'm sorry. The semis were only a few weeks mm. away, you know. And I, I went. I actually went home one day, and and I said to the wife, she wakes me up. She said, "Get up and go for your run," because I used to get up every morning to go for a run. And she, and she'd say, uh, "She woke me up, and this was about a week before, two weeks before the, the last game of the season." Yep. And I said, "Oh, I'm not going to go for runs. Not worth it." And she said, "Why not?" I said, "Oh, I've only got one more week to go, and I." Be finished, you know. I said I'm playing second grade. I've played the last five, six weeks in second yep. grade, and it's you know it's getting the end. Anyway, she gave me a gobful. Get really? Up, yeah. She said, "Get up, you! I've never seen you like this in your life, you!" And ripped into me. So I got up and I went for the run. Anyway, I went to training that night. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. It was the last round of the year, yeah. And uh, uh, Gus pulled me into the room. And he said, "Oh, I'm bringing you back in the first game this week uh, against Balmain. You know, you've had four or five games back now. You should be should be right to play. Yeah. You know, fifty or sixty minutes for me or something like that." And oh. I said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I am, mate. I'm, I'm right to go." So um, I, I had I had been trying. Really good and really hard, but uh, doing a lot of boxing actually try to stay off me um, off me ankles yep. and that sort of stuff. So he called me back for that for that game, uh, and we played Balmain, who, who weren't going very well at the time. We beat them quite comfortably at Penrith Park, um, and that's when I got to kick my only goal ever in. In rugby league. Another piece of history. Yeah. Even the best goal kickers yeah. have missed one, Royce. You never oh, did. No, I kicked that one. I, I Apparently I killed the trotter over at the <laughs> trotting track. I hit it that good. <laughs> and uh, and um, so, yeah, so that that was our – that was the last um, game. And then I never uh, – so that year I only played what a lot of people don't realise. I think I only – Played about eight eight first grade games, yep. eight or nine first grade games, but 
Lucky Wood or Lucky Him, I think we won the eight of them. There you go. But, but I don't, the yeah, Lucky that, Charm. That, that's well. That's yeah. I'm putting it down to the yeah. Lucky Charm. The Lucky Charm. So, um, and I've asked a few people to check on that, and they've all said it's right. So, so but someone told me that once. So I never knew that because wow. I sort of don't keep any records of that sort of. Or I don't keep any records, but. You know, someone said all the eight games you played in, you won that year, and I thought oh, I was lucky charm. So, because um, it wasn't, I was, you know, as I said, I'm getting towards the end of my career, so it wasn't, I was adding too much of too much else. So then, um, uh, so then we went into the semis, and uh, so uh, gradually, you know, I was sort of playing 60, 70 minutes, yep. and and the grand and right up, I think grand finals, the first time I played. Full eighty, the full eighty wow. too. Yeah, fairy tales don't happen in this game very often. Mm. This one did. It was your last game? Mm. It was a grand final, a premiership, and two tries. Mm. Not bad. Yeah, mate. In, in all honesty, but I don't put it down to a like fairy tale as would I have dreamed it ever happened. No, I wouldn't dream it yeah. ever happened. Um, you know. I hadn't scored a try that year. Uh, you know, I only, as I said, I only played eight or nine, ten games. Mm. Oh, well, eight games, I think, during the year, then the semis. Um, you know, so, um, you know, everyone's like, you know, we put down like a fairy tale finish and all that. But, mate, I, I put it down to, you know, to I was the hardest trainer in any club. Every year I was at Penrith, I was always the hardest trainer. Okay, so was, in, in my opinion, effort, my was, opinion, then, yeah. and and there and there, there could have been an odd. There were players doing quicker times, better times, yep. and everything, but no one was certainly putting the hours I were putting in that I didn't tell anyone about. Okay, no one was, you know, going to the to the you know, down to the gyms and sneaking in and doing some training. Yep. No one was getting up in the morning and training when I was training. No one was putting the hours <laughs> in that I was putting in. So, and I had to because the footy was, you know, my best footy was behind me. So, yep. so I had to do them sort of things to, to to keep up with the younger blokes that were all coming through and all that. But you know, and I did that my whole career. So, you know, I, I don't put it down the grand final down to to um, a fairy tale finish. I put it down to what I deserve. You know, you were you were back only a few years later. This time as a coach, a really tough time at Penrith. That it would have been difficult for anyone, even the most experienced coach, to navigate their way through. Hey, legends! I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go, from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week, and we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. 
yeah, it was it was a hard time. I, I I'd certainly do things a lot different if I knew what I did after I, I, I worked with Tim Sheens as a coach. I mm. would have changed a lot of things, but um, it was a couple of things. It was it was a it was a really tough time, um, particularly around the Super League time. You yeah. know where. Um, you know where you know we, we were spending 1.8 million or something. Then you know I lost uh, you know Brad Fittler and Matt Singh. Yep. We're, you know Brad Fittler, one of the best players of all time. You lose him, and then you lose Matt Singh, who was a brilliant player. Um, you lose both of them, and you go from spending 1.8 to I don't know to eight million or something, yeah. whatever it was at the time, and you lose your best. T- Best two players, so it was a it was a pretty tough period through there. But you know, if, as I said, if I if I um, so if I look back, I would have done things a lot different. Like there's no way I would have taken on the Penrith job when it was I, I come back from England. Yep, I did a couple of years over at England, like as a rookie coach. I come back and. And, and Gus Gould retired and the job was sort of handed to me and, you know, I, I certainly, if I had my time again, I would have went and worked with someone like Tim Sheens for five, six years, seven years, yeah. like like players yeah. do now. I would have learnt the role a lot more, learn how to, you know, handle people a bit different and, uh, you know, get rid of some buff heads that, you yep. know, at different times and keep some other blokes at different times, mm. um, you know. It's all part of the learning. Yeah, curve, it's, a, it's a part of man management, you know, yeah. who, who to, you know, who to stick with, who not to, you know, how to treat people, how not to treat people, you know, um, you know, not a, you know, not to come and probably coach players that you've played with, mm. you know. There's a lot of things that I would have learnt, you know, Uh so I certainly, I certainly would never have taken on the role that I did, but would I change anything? No, probably not. You know, probably, probably, you know, the only thing I would, as I said, the only thing I would change in my whole career was I would have given myself four or five years under a under a, a really good coach and and then t- taken on the role as yeah. as with, with Penrith Cameron Seraldo's just doing here right now, yeah. you know. And um, at the at Penrith right now, and, and that's you know um, something I, I certainly would have done. Just changed that little bit around. I'm going to skip forward a few years to 2016. Your induction into the Penrith Hall of Fame. What did that mean? Yeah, well, mate. Any anything. I'm I'm so like I'm so proud, as you said, being the. Penrith's first ever, mm. you know, Australian bloke, then getting into the Hall of Fame. Anything to do with Penrith, Penrith's been just fantastic for me and I just, I really, um, all the players that I played with, you know, all good supportive people, yep. all from the, you know, local district, the fans and the people of Penrith, I've always found... Um, just wonderful people when when you're down and when you you know like over the years I've called on the people of Penrith a lot to help out with 
you know, ex-players that have yep. come upon some hard times and with health and, uh, yep. you know, or even, you know, even passed on and things and, you know, tried to help families out because of that reason, whatever. The people of Penrith always rally around. If, if they've got... If they've got five dollars in their wallet, you'll get the five dollars. Yep. They're they're just a tremendous mob of people. So to do anything that around Penrith, you know, whether it's been into the Hall of Fame or, you know, whether it's just running out in the field of a on a game day, yeah. it's all just been fantastic to me. And I just I can't think I'm just even just lately when I you know, when I called them to help us out with the dementia. Yep. They just turned up and they just turn up and they give you, you know, they give you, the, as I said, their last dollar. And, I love uh, but they also give you support. You know, you, I walk around the streets or used to run around the streets training years ago or walk around the streets now, thumbs up, tooting the horn, yelling out, how you going, Simo? Yeah. Catch you for a beer, still owe me a schooner, <laughs> you know, all this. It's just, I love it. It's just magic and uh, – you know, so anything to do with Penrith is good. Which brings us to the present that you've just mentioned, diagnosed with younger onset Alzheimer's disease, 61 years young. How did you detect an issue or that there may have been an issue? Oh, I just, you know, there's just some, just some things that... Um, you know, when just talking about some things, I might be on the subject and I'll, I'll, I'll just I go off the subject a little bit to explain a part of it, what we're talking about, and I couldn't find my way back and I thought, God, something's here, I'm starting to get. And then some – and then one day um, always, I, I like going down to Kaima. Yep. I like going down there because it's – you know, he slipped down the road and I'd go down there for a weekend and me and Lan went down there um, and uh, we pulled up um, pulled up at the bottle shop and we just said, oh, we'll get a bottle of wine and a beer. We're down for the weekend. We'll get some mm. beers for the weekend and we'll just go up, buy some meat up at the butchers and get the barbie going and all that sort of stuff. Yep. And uh, Anyway... So we, when we went back up to where we were staying at, at the Kiama cabins, we went back up there and um, uh, Liam went into the boot. And I had I just had my shoulder replaced, so I had my arm in a sling. So Liam went in and she'd come up with a carton of beer. I said, hey, carton of beer, beauty. I said, thanks for that. Where would you get that from? She just said, we're just at the bottle shop. And she said, she said, you just went in and ordered it. And <laughs> she said, and the bloke put it in the back of the car for us. And I said, no, you bought, you must have hit it for me there no. or something, did you? She said, no, we just got it. And I said, you know, and I thought, oh, can't remember even being at the bottle though. So, so I thought, oh, well, I better go and see the doctor. So I went to the doctor. The doctor put me on to a, um, you know, went to a specialist and uh, got some, some um, scans and that done, and went back to get the scans done. And I, th- you know, I thought the doctor would say, "Oh, well, you know, you've, you know, you've had, um, you know, you've had a maybe had a few little 
bumps in playing footy over yep. the years or something like that and you, you've got a couple of little things here and there and there's no problem, just do this and do that and you'll be right. But then I walked in and he said, um, yeah, you've got Alzheimer's. So it's sort of, yeah, it, uh, I, and I can't, I can't remember much from then on. I just sort of went mm. a bit blank and uh, so it was, you know, I just remember saying to the doctor how long before I won't know who my family are, you know, and he said how long's a bit of string. Okay. He said, um, you know, he said, you know, everyone's different sort of thing. So so then I had to go home and told Leanne and then um, then was a point then of getting all the kids around. So that was very hard. So we brought all the kids around and um, um, sat them all down and told them all, then took the grandkids in and told them. And uh, it was a tough, tough period, tough time telling them all that. And, okay. um, and uh, so I just told them and we sort of kept it a bit private for, for quite, a, quite a long time. And uh, Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Then I thought, you know, I'm getting around feeling sorry for myself. Or I can't, you know, I, I better start um, doing something a bit positive. You know, then I thought, you know, maybe I can help out a little bit. So that's yeah. then, I, um, you know, I thought of Mark Hughes and what he'd done with the brain cancer and all that. So that started then, then away our foundation started, then away yeah. things went with the, the other things. So... So we tried to turn a bit of a negative into a something positive, yeah. I'm on a search with all these Legend Series interviews with you elite-level guys to find out what separates you from the rest of us. And sure, you had physical talent, but you, you, you're just wired differently. Mentally, you've got a, a real strength... Um, and you said you felt sorry for yourself, but your first reaction following that was, how do I help others? Which I find just amazing. Um, and I'll put my hand up straight away as someone that's not mentally strong. If something like this happened to me, I would make it all about me. You guys don't think like that. You, you're not willing to concede defeat and you, you, you still want to lead. You still want to be Royce Simmons the captain and lead people, and that's exactly what you're doing here with the walk and the, the foundation and raising awareness and funds. Yeah, well, I, I don't really, yeah, well, I don't really want it about me. I want it about, I want it about dementia. I want it about mm. awareness. I want it about, you know, that's, sometimes that still worries me when I'm doing it. You know, people 
but it starts to become about me doing the walk and me doing this and me doing it. I'm saying, oh, it's not about me. It's about But I understand some of it's got to be about me to get yep. get the story going, to get yep. it going. But um, that's the thing I'm trying to get out there, I want people to know that um, dementia is the biggest killer of women in the world, you know, the second biggest killer of men in the world, that, um, you know, look, there's something like, Half a million people with in Australia with with dementia now, Jeez. and one point six million people to look after them. Half a million, so mm. you know it's a massive thing. So, um, and and there's not enough being done about dementia. It's not nowhere even near enough being done about it. So, um, you know, and and uh, what happens generally. with from what I can understand, and I don't know enough about, I've got to be careful here because I don't want to offend anyone who's got dementia, yeah. um, and I just be careful of what I say because everyone's a little bit different. But yeah. I think most people with dementia get a bit embarrassed, so they yeah. they they retreat a bit, and, and you know, so we probably don't hear enough about them. And the people who get it, um, you know can't come forward and speak for himself too much so yeah um so so that's you know so then what happens their family then really take all the it's them who get put in the hard spots they're yeah. the one who got to look after you and care for you and it goes on can go on for years you know they're looking after you and they they're doing everything for you so so it doesn't go out there. Yeah, people don't get to hear about it. But so I'm just trying, and, I, and again, I'm not trying to, to uh, you know, hurt anyone or say anything bad. But we need more said about it. We more yep. need more. We definitely the government needs to get off their ass and do something about it. And 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 in my opinion, they're not. You know, it, it, like you know, here I am. You know. You know, raising a million dollars, and I'm more than happy to do it. I hope I can raise tens and twenties and yep. whatever to keep it going. But you know, this is something that, and and it's just not dementia. You know, there's all well, the other diseases too. I understand that, but I think you know sometimes you know, um, you know, some money can be better spent on. on imagine what you can save if you fix some of these diseases oh. up for a start. Yeah, you know. Like, but anyway. Is it the knocks and the punishment from rugby league, or is it just the cards that have been dealt? Has anyone been able to determine that? Well, no one, no one has proven to me that it's any. Well, you know, they tried to tell me it is, but no one's proven to me yeah. that it's, you know, anything to do with um, concussions. No more than alcohol. Yep. Drugs. You know, lack of sleep, smoking, yeah. and the list goes on. Yeah. You know, and the list goes on. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not saying con- concussions don't cause you know other problems. I'm yep. not saying that. Yep. But in my opinion, um, from what I've, you know, from what anyone's told or tried to prove to me, and I've, I've, and I, one person in particular, I won't say his name because I don't know if he wants it, but. I trust him more than anyone. Um, 
uh, and he he um, he's had had um, been able to um, cut up about eight or nine rugby league players' brains that has been donated to him. Yeah, and he's looking for anything. But he said to me, he he can't prove that. Um, he can't prove that uh, concussion is any more than the things I mentioned, drugs, alcohol, yep. smoking, whatever, any more than that. And uh, and I, I come back to not long ago, um, uh, you know, women didn't play any contact sports. Yeah. Well, it's the biggest killer of women in the world. So, you know, how you can say it's, you know, again, I, I'm not saying – you know, concussions don't cause other problems. Yeah. You know, no doubt that mm. if you get enough concussions and if you don't look after them, you can, you can get some problems. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, so, but with, with dementia, you know, and look, a lot of things, you know, like exercise, Yep. You know, and doing all them type of things, you know. I'd hate to say to a, a young young bloke, look, don't go and play any contact sports. In because case, yeah. In, in case, wherever. Then all them them things like playing rugby union, rugby league, basketball, whatever, whatever, mm. tennis, whatever, or any other sports, keep playing your sports. It's, it yep. do you more, a lot more good than, than any harm. Absolutely. What does the future look like? Have the experts, the specialists, been able to, de- to determine timelines, effects of the disease, or is it very much the unknown? Um, no, very much the unknown. Um, you know, like I said, uh, when I seen my my doctor when I first was diagnosed, I said, how long before, you know, I can – you know, won't know who my wife is and so on. He said, well, how long's a bit of string? You know, I think everyone's a bit different. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and they're still searching for answers there. A lot of good young doctors out there really working hard trying to find, um, you know, the answers. Like um, I've just been lucky enough to be able to, through all my supporters, been able to um, hand over about 700-odd thousand to um, to do two research programs. There's a couple of brilliant doctors, you know, taking that on and later on we'll do another one. Um, And uh, so the the doctors are out there really searching. I I read a story one day where a doctor said that um, 30 years ago he was six months away from curing the problem. Mm. And he's still six months away from curing the problem, you know. So, no, the, the doctors are working hard and they're, they're searching hard, but um, the brain, from from things I've just read, the brain's a very hard thing to get into, you know, to get any medication into yep. it. And, uh, um, you know, so it, it's not an easy fix, Uh um, again, I don't like getting too much into the medical side of it because I don't know, you know, nothing about it. Mm. But um, yeah, it, it, they're still working very hard and trying very hard. But even even keeping some of the, the doctors, you know, 
that's not an easy thing either. Some doctors come and they start working hard and, yep. and all of a sudden they get an opportunity to, to go somewhere else and do something and mm. they move on. So there's a, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different issues that uh, get in the way, yeah. Well, you're certainly making a difference now. An amazing man with an amazing mindset, 238 games for your beloved Panthers as a player, as a coach, 187 representative jerseys along the way, so to a premiership, and the ability or humility not to change one bit since I first met you as a young man back in 1990. And whilst the times have changed, the greater league community, I guarantee, will follow you in your latest journey like your Panthers teammates did for over a decade and will always be there in support. Please know that. This has been a pleasure reminiscing and laughing at times about a career played hard and a life lived to the fullest. Roycey Simmons, you, sir, are a legend. Thanks, Andy. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. Their stories are simply amazing. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current day superstars and former legends drop into chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand Weekend Session is a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players and coaches about barbecues, beers, and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask if you could spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Royce's Big Walk is a registered charity foundation and the designated not-for-profit support organisation, Dementia Australia, is the beneficiary. The fundraising continues, so to the study and research of this silent killer. You can support Royce's mission and make a difference. You'll find all the details at royce'sbigwalk.com.au.